Bins is the hellhound on the other side of the double-sided It's not mirror. Roman? No. And the chess piece is name your prefer- your favorite wrestler here. And the second you go and latch onto that wrestler, Vince comes out and he ruins everything. <laughs> And welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything professional wrestling to whether or not turkey is really the centerpiece of a good Thanksgiving dinner. I myself am more of a ham and mac and cheese kind of guy. Ooh, ham. Yeah, right? You feel what's that ways now. I'm a pernil and a, a rose cone candoules. What the hell? <laughs> what is For that? For you gringas out there. <laughs> That's the most anglified way I've ever heard someone say that before. It is pork shoulder with rice and pigeon peas. I'm you couldn't really, say pork? I don't like Andules. I love them. Really? Yeah. Because you're Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you're listening to the most under-budgeted, poorly funded, and we are sometimes homeless We are podcasts. doubling down on the under-budgeted right now. <laughs> I think we're I'm, tripling down. I mean, we're using me as a stool to keep, <laughs> <laughs> to keep this laptop up. You, can, you know there's no space next to your leg? No. But it's like that. It's like that. That's good. That's good. That's Listen, good. Russell's just gonna sit on the try podcast. not to be as energetic. Energetic? Yeah. Not energetic. Energetic. And uh, yeah. So that was That's shit. Like, the you 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 introduce yourself after that so one. You're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Two Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. Or you might be listening to us on Google Google Play Music. That's the one. Or with Apple Podcast. Before one the end of, these, of the year, you will right? get this done. At some point, I will get it down. As usual, I'm one of your hosts, the Poetarian, Will, The Thrill. Did you get me a poem yet? Start of the month. At the start of the month. I don't like it. I am joined by... The one, the only, Double Z and the Double E, Maddie Bizzle. How's it going, Internet? And? Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> no shades, no professor, no nothing, just... No, we didn't have enough money for shades this week. <laughs> no, it's just... The depression of going back to work tomorrow is... Taken over. Well, some of us have been here's, at work. Here's a mess. That's why we the couldn't BO pay shades this week. ridiculous <laughs> right now. I don't... <laughs> yeah, you want to this place and all of a sudden here's... Funky Town. Funky Town ain't the word. <laughs> oh, funky but... world right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, we just had Survivor Series take place on Sunday. Raw and SmackDown this Monday and Tuesday. Some outside of the WWE news. Some inside WWE news. Let's talk some wrestling. Ring that bell. So, um, I'd like to start off. I've been doing a lot of reading. Trying to, at I'm about to say, since when can you read? Just trying to. Words and numbers and stuff. The sheet. <laughs> and numbers and stuff. Oh, man. It's numbers and paragraphs and letters. Oh, my. Ah. <clears throat> uh, what really stuck, has stuck out to me is WWE's booking right now. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like it's all over the place. Yeah. And I have my theory. We spoke about this uh, off air. On Sunday. Sunday, yes. The what's it, $2 billion deal. Fox deal? Fox, Some crazy deal that at Fox has with said, uh, hey, here's the money. WWE. Oh, the WWE is going to move from their more gimmicky stuff to a more sports-oriented show. Right. 
because rumor is that Fox wants them to be more sports oriented. They want to do like a pre-show like they do for their MMA stuff. Like they want to have it feel like a real, actual, legitimate competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hear about that, and oh, I you didn't. Don't, yeah, no, I don't okay. like that. Because... It's going to be similar to like Talking Smack. Okay, but they do enough of the the, the promo work and. Oh, remember they would have this more sports oriented. So I think what we're going to end up getting is two hours of competition and most of the promo work is going to be taking place on the pre-show, post-show and in between matches and little like vignettes and segments I mean it's very possible that the WWE's entire makeup mm. changes in okay. October of 2019 so go ahead yeah. so this leads me to October of 2019 that is when Smackdown moves to Fridays on Fox mm-hmm and I was discussing with you, it's like, you know, when they had they had their deal with the MLB or the NFL, do they get one conference or do they get both conferences? They get both. Mm-hmm. Leading to having Raw and SmackDown end the brand split and merge both rosters. Mm. So it was three, three years, a good three, three years. years of the brand split. The problem that they're going to face is there are way too many belts. Well, not only that, think about all the talent they already have on the roster. I was going to get to that. Okay. Because you, you, you stated that mm. before. It's, mm. yeah, you'll get rid of these belts, but then you'll have a long list of men and women mm. just doing nothing. Yeah. Um, fighting for basically nothing. Mm-hmm. My opinion, uh, you don't, you don't merge the uh, intercontinental U.S. Maybe the, the the top belts merge the tag team because the tag team division right now is spread pretty thin on Raw now. Anyways, might yeah. as well. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about merging the women's division. You would have to separate them by by weight class. Well. But here's the thing. So I would like to see a mid-card for the women. So I wouldn't mind them merging them and then making a mid-card women's belt. Or, so the, or the tag them, team women's belt. Give whatever. them some sort of other championship. I was going to say that. It was like, yeah. there's no, in my opinion, there's no such thing as the main event women's belt. So what you can do is have your women's singles women's championship, your tag team sing, women's championship, and then you can play it from there. I mean, they're pairing up. 90% of the women roster anyway might as well everyone except for the top of the card is paired up for the most part yeah for the no. most part no no Bailey and Sasha paired yeah, up. up I'm saying everyone except for the top of the card everyone except for Becky Ronda Mickey James um, well yeah. Becky Ronda she's not top right she's, yeah. she's, if, if you're talking about I mean, they, part, she's mid they Becky could. Ronda and Charlotte are essentially the only women on the entire roster on either brands, who's no, and Selena Vega, who is isn't paired up with somebody. Oh, Selena Vega. Oh, she's paired up with somebody, right. but she's not but paired up with a woman, a woman. You have Nia Jax is now paired with Tamina. You have Mickey James, who is paired with Alexa Bliss when Bliss comes back from concussions, if she comes back from concussions. They had that menage a uh, Alicia Fox. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You have Sasha and Bailey paired up. Mm-hmm. You have Asuka and Naomi paired up. Mm-hmm. You have the Iconics. Mm-hmm. You have Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. You have pretty much every woman on the roster 
is paired with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Except for the three top women. Uh, Lana's not paired up with another woman. Just, okay. Yeah, I was going to bring Fair. Her. But Lana's Dana bottom Brooke. of the barrel. Dana Brooke. Again, bottom of the barrel. And that's wow. all I can really think of. Well, Lana only has a, a job still because of her husband. And she's got a face. Like, she's got a face. Yeah, but they didn't stop them from from firing her the first time. Well, that was because they had the um, engagement thing. Yeah. And then, um, and Dana Brooke, I could see her getting cut real quick. Even when they finally start cutting the fat from this roster. Which they're going to, at least I think they're going to do in October. So you're going to have your, your gimmick teams, like the B team, the Colognes. Um, give me somebody else. You know, I think... Jinder Mahal. I they're think gone. the Colognes, actually, if they go into a more real-based thing, the Colognes actually might benefit from that. Because they don't have a gimmick right now. Well, they have the, they, the they, stars of Puerto Rico. They're not doing that anymore. They haven't done that in months, if not a year. <clears throat> right now, they're just two guys who happen to be cousins. Sure. So if you're going to go into a more realistic, you know, legit competition kind of thing... The Colognes benefit from that more than anybody else because they're not losing a gimmick. They just go into go in and compete. Yeah, but how often do we see the Colognes on no, any program? No, not at all. But what I'm saying is that, like, you know, those who are tied, like the Ascension, gone. They're, they're gone. Yeah. Because who's, who, are, or who are the Ascension without their gimmick? Nothing. They're just uh, Connor and Victor. They're characters. The uh, Brizango is another team that's, that, that, that may get... 86th also. But here's another... They have a better chance because they're not... Their whole thing... Like, they can... You strip away the the fashion police, you still know who you're looking at. The Ascension, if you get rid of the makeup and, and all that well, stuff... Well, they, they didn't, weren't wearing face paint before. They only had, like, that little Greek... Uh, not Greek, excuse me. Uh, Egyptian um, hieroglyphic kind of thing on their face and that's it. Yeah, but, like, their whole their whole packaging is gimmicky. Like, you, you don't, you're not going to see that in a legitimate fight. But I can see Breezang in a legitimate fight. Maybe not the tassels on on Breeze's like boots, but that's it. Here's another thing though: can if they do move to this more realistic approach, do you think they could go all in with no, you know, gimmicky stuff at I all? I don't think so. I so, think that's part of the DNA of WWE. I agree. If we start to take that out, then it's fake fights, and it's like, not fake it's fights. Not fake it's fights. It's choreographed fighting. Chore- right, yeah. choreographed fighting. Predetermined competition. Sure. Um, I think you can do it without being gimmicky. Like, look at the Attitude Era. Okay. It wasn't... I mean, there was a lot of gimmicks. I was, I was, I was I mean, waiting. I was come like, on. Um, there was a lot of gimmicks, but look at the top guys. Yeah. They were just guys. They were just guys. Stone yeah. Cold, the everyman. Yeah. Vince McMahon, the boss. Yeah. The Rock. Uh, an arrogant, yeah, just an arrogant, know. you know, cocky guy. Triple H was just... You know, a douchebag with open title to everything. I mean, most of the guys were just guys. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 women were over the top. But the gimmicky guys were the guys in the mid card. You had Val Venus, the porn star, the Godfather, the pimp, uh, Mark Henry, sexual talk. Like the the gimmicky guys were the mid card. Mm-hmm. The guys who were just guys were the top of the card. I mean, I guess probably the only longest running gimmick they've been running is the Undertaker. Yeah, I mean. See, and that's the thing. So you have characters. So I think, like Matt was saying, part of the WWE's DNA is a mix of these realistic every guy and these over-the-top characters. I love The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's way past expiration date on at this point in his career. He's spoiled milk. He's spoiled milk. But 
We're talking about never seeing anything like that again. Undertaker, Kane, um, Demon Finn Balor, Demon Balor. Ooh. That's gone. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Uh... This is all spooky, dude. Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? He if teleports. Away? <laughs> he teleports him out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> he teleports, comes back, Husky Harris, bam. <laughs> That's like, his new game. I don't want them to completely be rid of it. I actually, I like the Ascension's packaging. I hate oh, the yeah. way that they booked them, because I think the Ascension actually looks really cool. I, well, I hated that they had the Ascension tearing it up in NXT, and then they came to the main roster and then dropped out quick. Yeah. yeah. Isn't but that like the story with half of NXT that they've been pulling out? So, okay, so NXT is a good example of what it could look like. Because in NXT, the only, like, gimmicky superstars they have on the roster right now are, are women, like, um... The Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream can easily be marked up as being, like, some eccentric guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's over-the-top flamboyant right now. But that's, but anyone can be as over-the-top flamboyant as he is. I'm thinking of, of, um... What is that woman's name? I can't remember her name. Which one? Uh... Where is she? She's a giant walking gimmick. Um, the the Rosie the Riveter poser. She had a few. Oh, she had a um, for a little bit. I know who you're talking about. What's her name? Um, not important, but her. But gimmick. but she's she's a walking gimmick. Her whole gimmick is that she's like a southern belle from like the sixties. I'm like, cool. She's a walking gimmick. Is she entirely over NXT? No, but she's got a lot of power though behind her in NXT right now. War Raiders. The War Raiders are Vikings. Yeah. And they're over like Rover right now. But they were over before they got to NXT. That's not well, that Yeah, because they were War Machine. Count. Fair. So, let's say... You can't use somebody that's over in the indie scene that comes to NXT. Let's use... Um... Jesus, what the hell is this guy's name? The Hawaiian guy that I hate so much. Kona Reeves? Yeah. Oh, he's awful. Exactly. Well, he's, he's, he's done like if this happens. Super arrogant, like... Right, but he doesn't have, like, a, a cartoony gimmick. gimmick. He's yeah, just... he's not over. Right. I think it's a cheesy gimmick. His gimmick it's is, been played. His That's gimmick my is problem. dumb, and he's not, a, he's not a good entertainer. He's not a good performer, flat out. I don't know. I'm not... If this is the rumor, I don't like it. Mm. I want... The rumor that I heard was going to be was SmackDown was going to go in that direction and Raw was going to stay the identity that we see on Raw. So I'm cool with Raw being where we get the over-the-top ridiculous characters and SmackDown being where we get the competitors who compete. Mm. I like that. Because then SmackDown continues to be the wrestler show. That means you get, like, Finn will eventually end up on SmackDown. That means we get to continue to have AJ Styles. Sami Zayn will end up there eventually. Kevin Kevin Owens. All these guys, these in-ring workers. That's that's when I went back into watching wrestling. I first got into it because of like the storyline booking stuff. Because I'm coming from like a writing background, so I was in, all into the story. And then I got more into it when I watched the actual in-ring work. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about the work rate that these guys can can put together. That's why I enjoy SmackDown. I don't care about Raw. Raw's boring half the time. It's insane. It's also three hours. Yeah, so I'm not crazy about this idea. So, quick question. Yeah. I know this is a kind of a weird sidebar, but you said SmackDown's going to be going Fridays. Yeah. Is, yes. it, is it going to be pre-recorded again? No. No, they're still live. live. So they're just going to be doing it for every Friday. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Monday, Monday Night, Night Raw. And then Friday. House show, house show, house show. Friday Night SmackDown. And then Saturday will be the Saturday and Sundays will be the wrestlers' day off unless they're doing a pay per view that Sunday. Where I think currently right now the the loop is Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday off Thursday, and then Friday Saturday off Sunday. Oh. I think that's the current loop, if I'm not mistaken. And then and when Raw is on SmackDown is doing house shows and vice versa. They work. These guys work like five days a week. It's a job, like. Yeah, it's a physically demanding job. But it's it's job. insane that these. I mean, some might argue you know you're working fifteen to twenty minutes a night, five nights a week, but it's insane. You're, it's, you're getting hit, you're getting slammed, you're you're running. Yeah, you're, I don't want you're to do doing that. a lot of. Well, WWE is famous for having them wrestle what two hundred ninety days out of the year. Those two fifty, no? Some uh, it's crazy some astronomical number that astronomical. Yeah, it's insane. Which is why. So I guess let's go into to SmackDown. So, last week AJ dropped the belt, and it came out this week that part of that is that AJ is negotiating a new contract. Mm. So, he's looking for three years and a, and a Randy Orton-style contract schedule. So, Randy Orton works oh. TV and very minimal house shows. Right now, AJ's working pretty much every house show, plus TV, plus pay-per-views. So... Also, anyone who watched 365 knows that uh, AJ tore his hamstring. So he dropped the belt to, to Daniel Bryan to A, take some time off, mm-hmm. and to B, figure out this contract stuff and get some less dates, spend some more time with his family. Because he said he wants to spend more time with his family. He doesn't want to keep missing out on stuff. Well, yeah. uh, <clears throat> before he even got to the WWE... It was in, what, it was three years ago? Something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. He wanted to... Because this Royal Rumble would be three years. He wanted to end his career in his early 40s, 40, mm-hmm. 41. Mm-hmm. I think he's just turned 40, or he's about to turn 40. Mm-hmm. So signing a three-year contract gets him out, you know, 41, 42, uh, 42 or 43. Mm-hmm. And then he can, excuse me, spend more time with his especially his daughter's still young. And his, right. his sons are getting older. Getting older. I'd hate to see him go. You know me, I, I for sure love AJ Styles, but I feel like he's built himself a Hall of Fame career outside of the WWE. For sure, without question. That they can just easily put him into the Hall of Fame tomorrow no if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I don't think AJ is going anywhere. I think WWE sees the value in AJ Styles, which is why he held the belt for over a year. Mm-hmm. I think AJ enjoys the money and the exposure, and he's at the top. You know, let's let's be real. He's the top promotion in in the world in professional wrestling. So I don't think AJ wants to go anywhere. I think you got to find some middle ground on this contract, because guys like him, guys like Ray, because that was the thing that held up Ray Mysterio from coming back. He also wanted a Randy Orton type deal, where he wanted to work less dates, TVs, not every house show. <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't know. I think... I wouldn't be surprised if we see AJ get that deal done soon. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see the belt on him by the end of... By, like, Royal Rumble. I, if not Mania. I don't think he's going to have the belt again. No, no, I don't feel it either. You think he's done holding the belt? I think Maybe he's... long term. <clears throat> maybe... I mean, maybe a short reign here or there at some point. But, um... But what's he going to do? He's too good to do nothing. He already won the U.S. And I really don't want to see him go back to the U.S. 
my own, the only thing I'd want for AJ at this point, give him the tag for like a week with somebody, give him the IC, let him win the Grand Slam, call it a day. I don't think he needs it. He doesn't need it, but, you know, like... All right, so for me, it, it, it'd be like, you're stat chasing. Like, yeah. don't do not do that. Well, what does he have left to do? He, nothing, and that's, that's... And that's what I'm saying, so why not just pad your stats while you're at it? What are you going to do, give him a Roy Rumble win? No, throw into a match with The Undertaker. No, because Drew McIntyre is going to win the Royal Rumble. I, I said McIntyre is going to win the Royal yeah. Rumble. But I said, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to give him the Royal Rumble? Doesn't need it. Over McIntyre? Doesn't need it. McIntyre needs it more. For sure. If you're going to have him win, you're going to have him win last year. Or the year before that. I don't know. I don't know. So what do you do with AJ? I mean, that's... You're not going to put the title on him, but you want... I think you're moving to Raw. The WWE wants him for another five years. By the way, I would hate that. They want him for five more years. They want him to sign another five. So they definitely see f- potential in him. I mean, they'll keep him in the main card. Because they know how valuable he's. Well, not, like, it's insane. Well, yeah, but... The guy was here for like six he months and everybody is was already... over <laughs> he, he's, he The dude sells merch. He's Fans good. love him. He's probably, probably, arguably, the best performer they have on the roster, you know, full stop. Sure. I mean, he's super dependable. He's the guy mm-hmm. that they go to. Other than Roman Reigns... He's the guy they go to. It's true. It's wild when you think about it. Mm-hmm. The guy who spent, who's Mr. TNA, went to, you know, he went right to Japan, now. and right now he is the linchpin of the WWE. I wish they'd treat him that Crazy. way when it comes to booking. Yeah. Because, like, you know. Did he main event a single pay per view? What's a main event to AJ Styles? He's never exactly. Seen maybe, maybe that's how he goes out. He main events WrestleMania. And he leaves the company. Loses. I think the last pay-per-view he main evented had to be in his first title reign with Dean Ambrose. When they were doing the, the SmackDown. Yeah, and the yeah, 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 yeah. That was the last time. Not Sounds about that. right. Whew. Well, you know, they can get some legs out of him if they put him back with Gallows and Anderson. They can get some serious legs out of that. See, now, I don't want them to do that. Why not? Because nothing came of it on Raw, so why would they do it? Because the booking and the and the 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 writing on Raw is awful. It's I think it's better if you do something with Balor, turn Balor heel, have Balor. Be but part Balor's of. by himself on Raw right now. Gals and Anderson are on SmackDown with AJ. I understand that, but we're we're not talking about the now. We're talking about the future. So like Finn doesn't need it though. Finn has years. Well, AJ Finn could take the world title at that point. Then... What I'm saying is that AJ only has a few. If he if he gets his three years. Let what can AJ do for the next three years, right? Finn can do whatever he wants for the next 10, 15 years. Yeah, but you don't want to waste a year of AJ Styles in a stable. But, and, but you're saying he's not going to touch the belt again anyway, so what, what difference does it make? Why not give him something fun to do? Because you know he'll enjoy it. You know he'll have yeah. fun doing it. You know the fans will love it. Why not? I think putting him into the stable is not a bad idea. Um... I don't know about putting Finn into it. I I, I want to see Finn get the world title, and I want to see him carry that at some point down the line. It's not gonna I don't know if that's going to happen. Really? Unless he goes to SmackDown, he's not touching. Oh, yeah, the universal Brock. title. You have Brock, Braun, and now Drew before him. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's not too far behind. Finn's not smelling the universal title for I don't even know how long. Forget it. Forget it's ridiculous. It. He's the first, and that'll be his last. I think the odds of Finn winning his first 
singles title since the universal title would be taking the title off of Dean Ambrose sometime after WrestleMania or something like that. I see. Or during WrestleMania. I can see that. Um, having him go to SmackDown, taking the US title off of whoever the hell has it. Um, right now, Finn feels like an Intercontinental Champion. I've said it. I want. I want him to take that belt. I want to. You know, I'm good with him taking it off of Seth. Even. I don't. I don't know how. Well, Seth's, Seth's dropping it to, to Dean. That's a thing. That's 100 percent going to happen. Okay. Okay. I don't want that. To TLC's three weeks away. Four weeks ago. Three weeks. Let's see what happens. He's not going to drop it at TLC. We'll see what happens. It's not going to be a one-off. Probably not. Or. This thing's gonna. This thing's gonna have legs to it. You think they're gonna flip flop the belt? No, no. I hope not. This will probably go. Probably head at at Mania. We'll see what happens in the next couple weeks. Too soon to call anything. I mean, those two are my guys. They'll put on a show no matter what. I don't really care. Eh. Yeah. Come on. Don't give Dean too much credit. Yeah. Really? You don't like Dean? I didn't say that. <laughs> I like Dean better now. Mm. I was not a fan of the lunatic fringe wacky. Clothesline Dean Ambrose. I didn't like that at all. I was like, alright, whatever. Yeah. This is more interesting. I mean, the promo he cut yesterday was lame, though. Uh, I think all the promos on Raw were lame. Monday Night Braun was pretty funny, but that's it. Ugh. But, like, my issue so like, Restored. Dean had this interesting character where he was, like, quiet, angry. He was maybe grieving Roman stuff and is redirecting it to, so, yeah. to Seth stuff. And then all of a sudden, he's like, Oh, LA people smell bad. I'm just like, <laughs> like that's what really that's that's what we're doing. I mean, are we gonna talk about the other thing he said on Raw about Roman? Oh, that bring it up. So Dean cuts promo yesterday. That was very um, lackluster. I I don't like it. And in the middle of the promo, he's like, "We all have to pay." Pe-. He's pretty much saying, "We all have to pay penance in the Shield." I have to pay my penance. You have to pay your penance to me, Seth. And Roman's paying his penance to the big man upstairs. And I'm just like... Yeah. Ooh. I don't like that. That was very sour. I don't know if he went off the cuff with that, or if that was scripted, no, but that I, was bad. I have no question that he would never say that without talking to Roman first. Oh, of course he went, he's Roman, supposed to Roman, Roman about Roman 100% first. signed off on it. Of course. Because Roman's a company guy. He'll do whatever whatever is best for the company. Don't get me wrong. That's, sure, that's for sure. But I think it's junk. I know. I don't want to hear that. That was the most sour thing. I, that whole, that, like I said, that whole, that whole promo was, ugh. It's disgusting. <sighs> he has to. He's figuring that out with with the big man upstairs right now, bro. The dude is like he's battling leukemia. What happens if, if what happens if Roman dies next week? How much of an <laughs> does he look like? I mean, his kids are watching it too. That's a whole other thing. But. Um, yeah, man, it was that whole that whole thing was in distaste. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I wanted to talk about Renee Young and okay. interactions with Dean. Well, since we're talking about Dean, what's a perfect uh, segwayzies? Perfect segwizzle. Because for the bizzle, there has definitely been some issues. Well, I like I, I for the most part, Renee Young on commentary is better than. Michael Cole to me. I, I'm over Michael Cole. You can't you can't compare Renee to Michael. You're talking about two people who do two entirely different things. Yes, Michael Cole I know. He's a play, the play by, by play, play guy, guy, and I don't like him doing play by plays. But so if you have to compare him to Tom Phillips. Whatever. I like Tom Phillips. I, I love Tom Phillips. I'm not love Tom Phillips. I just want Michael I like Cole to Phillips. shut I can up. Better than Michael Cole for sure. Without question. 
Yes. You have to compare Renee. Renee's the third man in the booth, so you can compare Byron. I get it. Yeah, because you can't compare Corey to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, uh, Renee, I, I like Renee Young and commentary, just in general, Agreed. not necessarily comparing her to anyone else, because that's not what I was trying to do. Agreed. Um, however, whenever she is put in the middle of anything with Dean, it is irritating, because she is fresh on commentary, and I'm not saying she's goddess on, on the mic, but she definitely needs work, and throwing her with Dean makes it ten times... It magnifies her her freshness on on there. Mm-hmm. And there was so much that was... They were, they keep questioning her, like, Renee, you have to know something. What aren't you telling yeah, us? Yeah, I don't like ba, that. Ba, 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 ba. It's like... Br- okay, so... There are, there's a few alternatives here. Mm-hmm. But what I think is they need to separate Dean and Renee. They can't. Why not? Because we're living in a social media world. Okay. And one, she's on Total Divas. Is she not? No, she's not. I thought she was. She, I didn't see her. This well, is current season. Watch ever. I have watched this season. Um, I haven't seen her in the last few episodes. She was at some point, and she has appeared on the show. She's makes there. sense. So she's on the show, or whatever. To some she extent. has an Instagram. She has mm-hmm. a Facebook. She has a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Their 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 relationship was very public. Yes, mm-hmm. they got married. They did. The, it's in the the eye. They were on the Chronicle. When mm-hmm. Dean's are uh, yeah, yeah, Dean's yeah. Chronicle, he he talked about he was supposed to go on his honeymoon. He, Very good, by the way. Such a really good. It was great, right? I still yes. haven't watched it yet. Dude, the way they the way they weave shoot and kayfabe in there, flawless. So, so yeah. So if, the, if they know about Renee and and Dean's relationship, I mean, even the Miz when the Miz was doing his his mm-hmm. whole thing, he goes, uh, she's like, what's going on with Dean Ambrose? He goes, I don't know. You um. Why don't we ask you? You're the one that's sleeping with him, and that's when she slapped him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that they're they together. do openly acknowledge it on the commentary. So what table. I think, like Mad's getting at, is if you have them on separate brands, then we don't have to have any acknowledgement. Like we, sure, we know they're married, fine, but there's no reason for them to talk about each other if they're on separate brands. Absolutely. So you have put, you know, you're not moving Renee from Raw, fine. So put Dean on SmackDown. There's, yeah, my thing was there, there's two options. You can remove Renee from Raw and put her on SmackDown. Not gonna I happen. don't like that idea. Not gonna happen. But it's an option. Um, and the other thing is put Dean on SmackDown and build him on SmackDown and build her on Raw. So the problem with that is right at the moment his his thing with Seth. So you can't move right. him from SmackDown. So and Renee being the first woman ever to be on, she's not moving from Raw. No, of course not. On my opinion, um, Renee. Byron Saxton are expendable. Fact. Um, I'm hoping that they go back to a two-man booth um, soon. One, I can't stand Renee. Um, I think that her inexperience and her bias shows way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Byron Saxton, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> Byron Saxton had one line tonight that was the only time I've ever heard Byron say something that I enjoyed. And that was when he called the the Miz a suck up. Mm. That was it. Oh, such a suck up! And I laughed, and I was like, "Oh, who knew Byron had it in him?" Michael Cole's your play-by-play guy. Yeah, maybe a little over the top. Get over Michael Cole. I just, uh, how long has he been with the company? When is he going to retire? He's not even close to retiring. He should. Close. He's so in in into the company. Like, you have to understand, he's a part of the production. So just leave him in production. But there's nobody that can do play-by-play. 
Who are they yep. going to bring up? Morrow? I would love for them to bring up Morrow. Have Tom Phillips on, on, Raw, on Raw and, and then Morrow back on SmackDown. And then what do you do with NXT? Have uh, Nigel and um, the other guy. Well, they yeah, could bring they someone new in. So. NXT's developmental. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because Nigel and Percy Watson came No, 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 no. Remember, they interviewed Daniel Cormier, so Daniel Cormier can be on SmackDown. Morrow can stay in NXT. Oh. Tom on... Uh, yeah, but Cor- Cormier's going to do play-by-play? He does play-by-play with the UFC. Does he? Yes. Oh, I wonder if Cormier does, like, color or something. Not play-by-play, because well, play-by-play is not easy. Well, the, uh, him... Like someone who loves the art of play-by-play. Um, him, Joe Rogan, and I, uh, the, the third yeah. guy, his name escapes me, but they all... Like, it's, it's a joint effort, you know? Okay. Um, you know who's doing commentary on uh, UFC side now? Sam Punk. Not UFC. No, not UFC. Not UFC. No, we, we talked were, about this the other week. We, yeah, like two weeks ago, we stated this like yeah. CFFC, CFFC, like whatever. CFFC MMA thing. MMA. Yeah, it's UFC. a it's like yeah. a developmental for UFC. It's on their fight pass. Huh. We stated this like two weeks ago. Yeah. So. Matt doesn't pay attention to the episode that we're Listen, doing while we're doing it. Did I not explain that my brain cells do not contain information for longer than like five seconds? How do you exist? I don't know. How do you get by? I don't know. I, I, I wake up in the I, morning and I, I get hit by the train. I'm pretty okay. I fear for your life like, when you cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you get on the bus and go, did I pay the Metro car, Mr. Bus Driver? <laughs> when did I get on this bus? What bus am I on? <laughs> What's a bus? Like, I end up in Flatbush, like... <laughs> yeah, this isn't Jeremy's house. <laughs> That's why you leave for SmackDown every week. There you go. Oh, man. now the truth comes out. The truth, the R truth. Stop. <laughs> so, Mister Thrill. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? To, what do you got to bring to the table? You know, I, I, I've aired my grievance. The the double Z, the double E has uh, aired his. What do you, what do you got to say today? I mean, a lot of what was on my mind is similar to what you were talking about is the booking. Mm-hmm. The booking just doesn't make any sense. So we were talking about um, why SmackDown lost 6-1, to one, right? Mm-hmm. That's right, WWE. 6 Well, and they mentioned one. that tonight on SmackDown during the uh, well, Turkey Fest. they didn't fest, mention it. The um, Thanksgiving Fest. Xavier Woods had the shirt. He had the shirt, and he mentioned it. Xavier mentioned it. Sorry, whatever. WWE does not acknowledge that one. So we're talking about how it doesn't I don't understand how WWE books Raw to be this dominant brand. It doesn't make sense. So because it's their top it's their premier brand. So let's we're going full circle now. Sure. Jeremy, your theory about the whole roster being conglomerated into one roster again. I'm assuming we don't do that. The way they book Survivor Series is the most detrimental thing you could possibly do to your brand that just made you the biggest TV contract you've ever made in your life. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've seen no signs of them doing that. And they're signing more and more guys. And, and gals. And gals. And they're branching out to NXT UK. There's been talks of doing the, N- the NXT Japan and NXT uh, South America. Las Vegas. And now there's talks that they want to split NXT Prime into a, a house show loop, which is going to be for developmental, mm-hmm. and then con- turning NXT to its brand, like its own brand, where you're going to have, you know, like NXT what we know it as, like will not be developmental. The five star matches and like the indie darlings and all that stuff will live on NXT, 
while the guys who need to develop and, and gals like the Aaliyahs who's been developing for 16 years and you know people like that will be on the hell show loop Kona Reeves Kona Reeves people like that who need to develop Fair. will be doing that in their separate entity of NXT within NXT so will NXT act like a third brand like the way ECW did when they did that in theoretically I hope not theoretically that's not what to that poor extent execution, but the, yeah, yeah execution. not without that poor execution but that's the idea is to have Raw Smackdown and NXT be three equal brands and they would trade amongst each other rather than call ups and call downs and, and all that stuff how would um, and we're, we're, we're going down the rabbit hole right now yeah um how would a call up or a call down necessarily work? You know, I mean, but and that's in what a, I'm saying. Draft. We're doing a draft, right? Or, you know, Matt's NXT. I'm SmackDown. You're Raw. Uh, Matt, I get Ricochet from you. Sure. Right. You get um, Cole Baby from um, to Raw, and then we give you Shinsuke Nakamura. And you give him, give me a big name, Bobby Lashley. Mm. Is that not a demotion for Bobby Lashley and and, and the way that they stand right now? One hundred percent. But if what they would have to do, and there's so this is how I think this has to work. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Matt. You want to jump in real well, quick? Two things. Does that mean that Triple H would still be running NXT on his on his own for the most part yeah because I mean they still have their commissioners and then number two would it really be a demotion because again NXT is really the only thing pushing out good, so, co- great content so here's the thing week after week or you know so you bring month. up a good point if it becomes a third brand mm-hmm. then it falls under Vince's control mm-hmm. because once Vince treats it like that that's it's Vince's kid and it's no longer Trips was handling the, the, the NXT because <clears throat> it was developmental right He'll have the house. Paul, go go fix this, you know. But if it's a third brand, then Vince will have his hands all over it. If Vince desires to have the three brands be what I just said, where it'll be, Raw will be your superstars, your casual audience. Uh, SmackDown will be on Fox as your realistic competition, and then. NXT is your five-star professional wrestling indie darlings thing, then I can see Triple H still having a hold on that so that, trip, so that Vince can remain those three identities being those three identities. Seeing those three identities laid out that way scares me. Really? Because it excites me. Really? Because there's just... That looks like too much of a melting pot. Um, uh, that's the right term, yes? I mean, Maybe you're splitting up the melting pot. Uh, it, it's... I mean, if, you're, if they're gonna... If they're all gonna be working together as one... Entity for the most so, part. So here's the thing: they would be all under like the WWE umbrella, right? But they would have their own identities, and so why I like that is that we no longer have to worry about all Miss getting called up and doing nothing on SmackDown. We don't have to worry about Sanity getting called up and doing nothing on SmackDown mm-hmm. because if they stay on the brand that fits who they are, then that'll never happen. Adam Cole will never go to Raw because Adam Cole doesn't fit Raw's identity. Adam Cole goes to SmackDown or stays on NXT. You get what I'm saying? I don't so, like it, but I understand what you're saying. You're just kind of segregating it at that point. No. To a degree, so that the performers fit the, their, where they belong and where, they, where they're going to excel. Braun will not excel on SmackDown or NXT. So he stays on Raw. Finn Balor can go on any of the three. He's a Swiss Army knife. He's a Swiss Army knife. 
Seth Rollins. Swiss, 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 Army, Swiss Army, Army Knife. AJ Styles. Swiss Army Knife. Exactly. So the guys who can do all of those are the ones who are going to be getting, tra- getting traded and moving around. And the guys who are only best suited for one of the three, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Fantastic tag team. Mm-hmm. They can, they're not going to Raw. You can't put them on. If if these and identities are very technical, exactly. So if you have these three identities, being those three identities, I'm sorry, I just had like a in- quick daydream while you were talking. I was like, imagine the undisputed era on SmackDown. I just seen I an orgasm. It. I seen it in your eyes. God. Now imagine that with SmackDown, knowing and having a pure identity, we don't want to be like Raw. We don't want to be like Raw. The problem is when you get to something like a Survivor Series, where you have to mesh them together. Not, not, not necessarily mesh them together. But you put them head to head. You need to put them head to head, and one has to come out on top. Raw so you would out. hope that Vince has a wherewithal to go. Let's book nine matches. Each team gets three Ws. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. If you with three brands, you have the opportunity to kind of split it a bit more evenly. Which I, is the, even if you have Raw get four and then one get two. I mean, and we could. Get three. I mean, SmackDown just lost six to one. So I mean, that can go either way. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? You have the champions fight straight up, and then you have the the, the Survivor Series, you know, eliminations. Yeah. yeah. But then there's triple threat, triple threat, triple threat, triple threat, triple threat. And triple threat matches. Get, and why not? I mean, if we're doing single, 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 singles, we're gonna triple the triple the triple the triple the. I. Could you imagine if we had? I mean, it'd be a little. It'd be weird, but imagine if we had Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar versus Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, some of the greatest matches in. History have been triple, triple threats. threats. Yes. Not just singles, tag team matches, too. I still think that Seth versus Shinsuke versus Ricochet. That would have been this Survivor Series matchup. And a triple threat. Seth, Do you throw Shinsuke, down in there? and Ricochet. I don't think No, he's the top champion out in the UK. Get over it. Ugh. I don't think they'd be able to keep up with Ricochet. But, but, could you imagine? <laughs> You're 100% right about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, I mean, I'm, I'm still harping on the... Some wrestlers' egos won't be able to take the, the demotion. So, let me, so yeah, let, let's get back to... There's only one way to do this, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You have to build NXT through Raw and SmackDown via storyline. So, you have to make it... So, this is going to take at least two years. Where... NXT gets built more and is mentioned more on Raw and SmackDown. More on Raw and SmackDown. The NXT guys who get called up have to take more pride in being on NXT. Remember when when Kevin Owens came up and he was proud to be the NXT champion and he beat John Cena as NXT champion? Yeah, he's like, I don't want the US championship because I have this. So they they have to do more of that, Mm -hmm. right? So that has to happen, that has to happen, that has to happen. Then we need to have William Regal show up on Raw or SmackDown and say something along the lines of like showing that NXT is just as good as... Because Regal's not going to say that they're better, because that's not Regal's character on NXT. He'll just say that they're just as good as, if not better, than anyone on Raw and SmackDown. And you have to build that, and build that, and build that, until one day we get to another Survivor Series, where NXT can come up, and then you can kind of like redo the Nexus angle, and do it the right way, where you have Regal leading his guys of guys who have already been on the main roster mm-hmm. plus guys waiting in the wing right? and then boom so you have three brands I was daydreaming about this the other day because I was thinking about I think you do the invasion plus nexus I was thinking about this stuff because they um, on social media a lot of mo- all the NXT guys for the most part are pushing this giant hashtag we are NXT and yep. it's a big it's like the building block blocks that's of that that's been the but thing I, for NXT for a while my, my Brooklyn 
my um, NXT Takeover Brooklyn three shirt says that. It says we are um, NXT. But it, on the back, it feels like they've been they they've been pushing that more and more. Could be. And that exact idea of what would have happened if they had a Survivor Series where they included NXT, where um, Takeover didn't have to be its own show, where if they just they just came out and said you know Takeover was better than your show that you put out on <coughs> Sunday night, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know they. If they do something like that, then absolutely the next Survivor Series or the one following that could be, you know, explosive for the company. And this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's your brain, not mine. Uh, it's, it's, remember, squirrel. Um, like I was saying, uh, they, they, have, they have an opportunity to elevate themselves now. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that could be the building blocks that they can use to They're get there. They're already trying to build the four horsemen of, of WWE versus the four horsemen of MMA, mm-hmm. and three of those four on NXT. Yes. So you're already talking about cross branding between mm-hmm. NXT and the main roster. I mean, because you have two and two cross branded before. It's not like it's impossible. For no, them for to sure. Do it. But if you it's do just this, it's a few and far between. And this would be a major angle because you have two from Raw, two from SmackDown. Look, two from Raw, two from SmackDown, oh. one from Raw, three from NXT. Becky and Sasha. I mean, uh, Sasha and Bailey on Raw. Oh, Becky Charlotte and Charlotte Becky, on SmackDown. Yes, 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 yes. And then Ronda on Raw, and then the other three on NXT. So you can... That, that's every. That's all three brands being involved into one feud. You use that for Survivor Series. Not the next Survivor Series, the one after that. My opinion is... I'm getting myself you, excited. You do, you do build... You build like, Right now we're doing fantasy booking. I love it. My head, my head is spinning. I'm remembering <laughs> what I thought of the other day. It was like, what if Finn and AJ did a thing and they were to Sweden and then they did a thing with NXT and then Finn went with NXT and they did like Undisputed Era plus the club. Yes. But I mean, it's Adam like divided and it's exactly, like, yeah. dude, it would be so good. Ugh. Okay, so I like your 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 angle with the Nexus slash invasion thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should have the brands merge yet. I feel you have SmackDown versus Raw Survivor mm-hmm. Series, mm-hmm. and we just keep getting run-ins from NXT, okay. disrupting the match, or not even continuous run-ins. Let's do the classic Survivor Series elimination match, mm-hmm. where it's two and one or one and one left. They're fighting, and then you have like your top guys from NXT come down throw them both a beating and they're like this is your best two rosters blah 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 have Alistair, Tommaso Ciampa Alistair Black Alistair Black cut oh, that god. promo oh, Johnny god. Gargano oh, oh my god Did you, yo, I want to see Alistair Black versus Shinsuke in a feud that lasts six months that's what I want to see like, in my life you, you can have just kicks for days you Screw can have that. them just I want to see beat them down and have NXT try to establish themselves as the A show of the WWE and then you can build from there. We start getting some Raw Guns Smackdown guys show up on NXT Mm -hmm. and again I think so once you start doing that then you get rid of the stigma of the of the demotion, mm-hmm. especially if you send big guys. If you send, remember a when Braun remember, or exactly? Like that. Remember when Seth showed up to to find Triple H mm-hmm. to set up their their their, their um their WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Send send Seth down to, to NXT to have a feud. Send uh, I don't know Sammy's. Well, Sammy's not really good. We'll stop there. 
Send Finn Balor back down to, to have a feud with somebody. Send your top guy. Send Bobby Lashley. Send, you know, whoever. Send, um... So who never went through NXT is at the top of WWE? AJ. AJ. Send AJ to NXT to feud with, like, Gargano or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then no one's going to call a demotion if you have AJ Styles going down there to fight Gargano. Well, they, like, the well, wrestlers themselves have to think of it as it's not a demotion. Here's the thing. Casual the fans to show that. Casual fans may look at it and be like, why is he going back to developmental? Like, who is this Gargano guy? See, but they only know it as developmental because the WWE treats it as such. Right. But the WWE just treats it as Raw, SmackDown, NXT. But they have to build and it up that, that way. That's what I'm saying. And another thing is... You're not going to build it up overnight. You have I don't to build it up, like... That's what I'm saying. It has to be at least two years. Even if they do eventually do this thing and they have NXT do a lot of going over, I don't think they will ever put NXT over. Raw, raw will always be Raw. You don't need to put NXT over for them to be over. It. What you need for them is to showcase what they can do, and mm-hmm. that puts them over. There you go. Look at, look at um, Almas versus Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Fantastic We had, match. like, an eight-minute match. They showed you eight minutes of... Lucha wrestling, uh, pure wrestling, storytelling, striking, striking. What what did you take away from that? Fantastic match. Let's do it again. Boom. Look at look at Survivor Series. What universally we said the best match of the night. Was championship match. Twelve minutes. Are you one of the shortest matches of the night? I think Ronda Rousey was shorter, but no, no, no. They, were, they, were they gave him twenty. Time. Yeah. So Twelve and a half minutes, and the three of us both said match of the night. Three of us. What did I say? Two of us. I pointed at three of us, and I said both of us. Yeah. Attaboy, William. Quick <laughs> <laughs> um, maps. <laughs> so here's another question: What would they do with two hundred five live if all this goes down? They leave it. But, so two hundred five live is not a developmental though. It's just its, it's own. It's not. It's its own entity. But what does that mean for the brand of two hundred five live? You just it continues stay, to exist stay, the way it does. Unfortunately, it does. you I mean, keep all the the baby the, the the baby weights, only two hundred five. Keep all the the thin <laughs> jukers and jivers and. Do they just have one tag team over there? Or is it like? And the Lucha House Party. Yeah. They had a bunch because they were setting up for what seemed like they were setting up for a tag team division. They had um, Kendrick and TJP. Yeah. They had Gallagher. No, it was Gallagher and Kendrick. They had Brian Kendrick and and and. Um, Poland. What is Gallagher's first name? Jack. Jack. Jack Gallagher. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Brian Kendrick were a team. You had um, Tony Nice and. Um, well, not Buddy Murphy and him are. Like, well, they're doing a thing now, but before it was Tony Nese and the No Flips guy. <clears throat> no Flips. Why are all these guys' names escaping me? Gone. It started with Lacey he, Evans, by the way. He was on... Lacey Evans, thank you. He was on Raw uh, just to beat up Roman Reigns. Oh, Drew Gulak. Thank you. Drew Gulak and Tony Nese were a team for a while. So they had a whole bunch of tag teams that were developing, mm. and then they just split them all apart. Akira Tozawa and um, Hideo Itami were together for like a minute. Makes sense. Do the Japanese thing versus the Mexicans things, and I was like, "This is racially weird <laughs> and weirdly racial." I don't know, but I don't know. But well, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity in these, you know, future 
Um, I just worry what they're going to do with signings. They just signed Matt Riddle. Oh, I'm not a fan of Matt Riddle, by the way. Yeah, no. People love Matt Riddle, and I don't... I, bro, bro, man, I don't need to see What's a his bro. thing? Bro something? King of Bros. King of, King of Bros. God. His trunks has the Budweiser logo, and instead of <laughs> King of Beers... Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> bro Weiser, King of Bros. Yo, bro. He probably just goes to, like, a frat party every week while he's down there. Uh, okay, so... Poor Cassius don't know. Overweight guy, dude. Why he is overweight, man? I don't like yo, Cassius. If you just chill, speaking they of, they push you. Cassius, put the cashews down. I'm saying, like, B. He is going. Speaking of, but you um, ever watch? You ever see Cassius Ono when he was on the indie scene as Chris Hero? Stupid skinny. Cra- like he looks he like was you. Jeremy, circa 2010. Bro, I'm saying <laughs> that dude was skinny, and then I don't know what happened. He discovered cheeseburgers. All you can eat buffets. <laughs> he discovered the buffets. Speaking of Cass's and um, overweights, did you see Big Cass recently? Oh my god, oh, he's overweight also. That, that dude is flippity floppity, son. And I'm talking about his pecs. And you can't <laughs> teach that. <laughs> that dude, and he goes under Big C, is his wrestling man right now? The yeah. Big C. Oh yeah. He's the Big C. Big, big cheeseburger. Real, real creative. Big cheese. Well, there's already a cheeseburger out there. Yeah. So he can't be. He has to be the big cheeseburger. He's just the big cheese. Big yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just be the big cheese. And they'll have a they'll have a cheeseburger feud. Like from Resident <laughs> Evil. Oh, the big yeah. cheese. The chief of the witch ball. Yeah, the chief of the village. Yeah. I lost on me. I'm not Resident Evil. Resident Evil Four. Missing out. It's the big guy. I watched someone play Resident Evil Two when I was nine. Damn near pissed myself. Never watched it. I was like, I'm good. I'm over this. I'm not. I'm not doing this. No, the opening. You know, like the cutscene where they would open the door every time you'd go to, into a new area. Oh, yeah. Anxiety city. Anxiety. <laughs> Never know what's on the other side of that door. Nope. Never. I always thought someone was just going to pop out, and they never Sometimes did. you got a dog just showed up. I will never forget. It was Resident Evil 2, and um, so my sister's boyfriend is playing, part of the time, and he's like in this room with a, one of those double-sided mirrors. And, okay. Oh, and, the PlayStation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he has to pick up like a chess piece or something like that. That makes sense. And the second he picks it up, some like demon dog comes through the glass. Bro, I never run so far out of my own bedroom in my life. <laughs> Hellhound. I was like, nope, done with this game for. I never played another Resident Evil game in my life. So I kid you not, I'm like scarred forever. Okay. <laughs> well, and that's WWE in a nutshell. <laughs> so, are you telling me Big Cass is like your dog now? No, no, <laughs> because Vince is the Hellhound on the other side of the double side. It's of not mirror. Roman. No, and the chess piece is name your prefer- your favorite wrestler here, and the second you go and latch onto that wrestler, Vince comes out and he ruins everything. <laughs> That's now quick maths. I do that. So Metaphors. make me a poem about it. Make that. You don't make poems. Lower your voice. I gotta talk. <laughs> he do that. I didn't know Shades was here. God, sorry. Oof. He's trying not to come out, but I don't have Shades right now. It's just Jeremy. Jeremy's. Your eyes are slowly turning black like the Undertaker. Bro, imagine like sunglasses just 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 fucking just, like just <laughs> like Tony Stark suit. Just yeah. <laughs> come out. And, just materialize on his face. What I don't like right now, let's talk about scary, is what they're doing on Raw. Everything they do on Raw is scary. Exactly. <laughs> it's but a mess. They have Ronda Rousey cutting a Ugh. promo on Monday night. I pretend like it didn't happen. And then you have Braun Strowman, like. Stephanie kind of reneging, sort of, on the Universal Championship match. Now he has to earn it by beating Baron Corbin. I'm just like, okay, I mean, do you not... 
like now all of a sudden you're you're okay with fighting for the universal championship? Well, she did, she did the same thing to to Baron. She told Baron that if they won, that she he was going to be the GM. Yes. And she's like, oh, well, you got to earn it now. So I mean, Stephanie McMahon is a terrible human being. Stephanie gets fired. Like Kate politics Fim. overall. Yeah, like Kate, like, she's off. Actually, she's. Like donates all the time. Yeah, so she's, like, the, she's, like, yeah. <laughs> she's like super philanthropist. Every every other day, she's, she's with the children's she's hospital. A rapist. Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> how do we get there? <laughs> it's an always sunny rep- reference. Like every other week, she's like in some kid's hospital, saving cancer, and like what? saving cancer. You you heard me correctly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Roman. I'm saving cancer. <laughs> they gotta keep him locked on the contract. <laughs> If okay, they can Dean do it, Ambrose, chill can, out. Okay, they can do it. I can do it. Oh my lord! You gotta freeze anyone's contract that they're not. Um, anyway, <laughs> I mean, so so let's say, what's more likely to happen? Braun Strowman beating Baron Corbin. Yeah, going for the Universal Championship. That's happening. Or do you have Kurt Angle come back? Or like what you said, they're both happening. Um, Alexa Bliss. Hasn't been able to pass her um, her um, her contact collision tests. Yeah, she's been taking more and more every week. I'm guessing she fails. Wow, she keeps failing every collision test that she takes. This this is according to um, uh, Dirty Sheets. DirtySheets.com is reporting that Alexa Bliss continues to fail her contact tests. When is it? Um, what do you call it? Like, when is it too many times where that she's gonna like? Tell her she's off. I mean, they just she's she can't do anything until she's cleared. So at some point, she just has to keep doing the collision tests, and then if she continues to fail them after a while, she has to go see doctors. And if the doctors don't clear her, then she can't wrestle. She she won't be able to wrestle again. That's, that's why the theory is I mean, Baron's gonna lose. So that's why Stephanie made this match. Baron's gonna lose, lose the GM spot. You slide in over Alexa Bliss. I like that idea actually because I like her more with promo work than. I love Alexa Bliss. I don't mind. I don't like seeing her in the ring, but I love her promo work more. I don't mind seeing her in the ring. I, I think she. I like her manager spot. She's stuff. a lot better than what William gives him credit for. I just don't think she's as good as people think she is. I think she's the best female heel on the roster. <laughs> better than Becky? Becky's not a female. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, so I think. I agree. She is a. Bless you. Thank you. She is probably the best heel on the roster, but that's based to her mic work. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's great in the ring. Which, I think she's average in the ring. I mean, a good heel doesn't have to be bad. Um, doesn't have to which be is fine. And for, the ring. But again, for I admire work rate, and I feel like my thing with Bliss is yeah, she's great. I, have, I will not say she's not good on the mic. She's great on the mic. I think she's average. In the ring, which is why, I'm and because her in the of that, spot the is fact great. that she's had so many WWE Women's Championships bothers me, because I don't like someone who's average in the ring to be holding the top belt so often. I'm cool with her being a manager. I'm cool with her being a GM because it keeps the mic in her hands, which is great. Mm-hmm. And like, she doesn't have to go back to it. I mean, she was never so she was a bodybuilder before she yeah. got into gymnast, cheerleader, bodybuilder, right. all she, this stuff. She never meant to like specifically go into wrestling, right? And it ended up happening. It she's, she's not a wrestler. She's not a professional wrestler. And if you know what, if she ends up becoming straight manager going forward, that might be ideal. 
She doesn't have to have another I'm championship. Cool she could straight up say, you know, I've held the belt before. I know what I could do that. She could leverage that in certain things. Maybe have one match every couple years. It's fine. Whatever. I'm totally fine with that. But um, then we have, what, two two women's uh, managers on the two shows, pretty much? It doesn't make a difference. Who cares? I know. But, we had two men. But I know. But my point is they can, you know, they could do that for, use that for evolution and stuff and yeah, if we get another one. It'd be good work. They, we should be getting another revolution, hopefully. I mean, this one was such a success. There's no reason why they shouldn't do a second one. We'll leave it up to the next, it was next a year. rounding success. Like, not a single person said it was bad. Mm-hmm. Not everyone loved it, because you didn't love it. You thought it was fine. But, That's right. But no one was like, oh, it was a bad show. I, blah, I blah, didn't blah. think it was groundbreaking. My opinion. Like, it wasn't... I think it was one of the better shows they've had this year. I think it's undeniable. I, I don't agree. We we don't have to sit down and go like pay per view per pay per view of the year of January. That's since not- January, and we we go we will see where it holds up. I'll wait till December. Wink, wink, smiley face. Oh yeah. Do you want to announce that now, or do you want to hold on to that? No, let's hold on to that. Put it in the back pocket. <laughs> we got a surprise for you guys. Not today though. You can't open it until Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's just going to about wrap up this episode. Unless you guys want to, any, any final words? I think. Um, I I feel like I, I would be uh, remiss not to mention that Enzo Amori oh, boy. crashed Survivor Series yesterday. Yeah, oh, not yesterday, well, on Sunday. Sunday. Two days ago. Yeah. Uh, with the worst costume disguise ever. He had a wig yeah. and a hoodie. And then during the AOP bar match, yeah. he gets up on a chair and does his My Name is Enzo Amore yeah. and Security, security was, shut that down right quick. Really? Security was like, you're kicked out, and you can't teach that. <laughs> and Tommy Dreamer, of all people, Beat him up. tweeted out, he goes, the real question is, did Enzo get to keep his commemorative chair? <laughs> I'm going to probably say no. I'm going to say Enzo didn't even have a spot that far up. <laughs> and he, he just he asked someone. He second row. Yeah. Did he, he was, yeah, he uh, was like yeah, second or third I feel row. Like he just, camera. I feel like he just asked someone to be like, I'm going to stand here. Right uh, I mean, he has money. It's not yeah. hard to buy tickets. Let's see. Um, that yeah. happened. Anyway. I had one thing I wanted to bring up. I completely forgot. It completely passed me by. I was just looking at my notes. Lastly's ring ring attire this week. Or not his ring attire, but Oh the jacket. The little vest he had. Old jacket with the glasses. What the hell? What was that? That was pretty rough. I don't know. Or UFF. So yeah, I don't know what they're trying to build here with him. Real quick before we sign off, some last minute news I want to throw in there. Mm-hmm. Lars Sullivan is announced to be heading to the main roster. They don't, they haven't announced if it's raw or smackdown. They did vignettes. Well, they did on Raw. And they did one tonight on SmackDown also. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Yeah. So they just said Lars Sullivan is coming to the main roster, which means I huffed and puffed and I sighed and moaned and groaned because anyone who knows me knows I cannot stand Lars Sullivan. I can't either. I just, he does nothing for me. Well, he's like Braun Strowman. He's got his personality. Oh, God. He's like Gene Snitsky on steroids. There you go. It's not my fault. Wee! It wasn't my fault. Whatever. And Kill lastly, babies. in non-WWE news, Hiroki Goto will defend the Never Open Weight title against Kota Ibushi at the World Tag League Finals on December 9th. So that should be an interesting match. Ooh. 
I don't think Abushi's gonna win it because ever since he decided to not be exclusive to New Japan, they don't give him anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it should be a good match regardless. Hiroki Goto just got that title back, so I don't think he's gonna ah. drop it anytime soon. For a couple weeks. Yeah. But I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I've been the Poetarian Will the Thrill, joined by my lovely cohorts. Jeremy. <laughs> and Maddie Bizzle, double Z, double E. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples 2 Apples. Grapples the number two apples. Or you can listen to us on Google Play Music or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Tweet it out. Tweet on Twitter, Send us Facebook. Sky. It's all, all slash Grapples 2 Apples. Grapples the number two apples. And we will catch you all next time. Peace. Peace and love. Watch the next day.